it's Jody Howe, and welcome to a new year of the Air That I Breathe podcast. I'm going to give you a bonus episode. Sometimes I feel let y'all know if you listen that I want to go off the beaten path a little and just talk to you about how anxiety is overpowering our world and our lives of what's happening in current events. I'm going to start with what God says in Philippians 3, 13 through 15. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward, the call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Those are from the words of Paul in the New Testament. And what an important scripture that sort of helps to understand, unfold what we're seeing in our world today in the first month of 2021. People are still, still not happy with the way things turn out. Whether they are instigated, lied, cheated, or truth. People just want what they want, and we can see that every single day if we go on social media or if we watch the news. And I can say personally, my anxiety has been what I would say through the roof lately and how I've been feeling just in general, not reacting to current events because I try really hard not to. But it's just been a general thing that I've been going through personally through some physical issues. And this current event doesn't help the situation like I'm sure it doesn't for many of you who are listening. But a word was placed on my heart yesterday that I just thought was so poignant. In fact, a lot of people actually try to find the word of the year, which I think is fun. And I think it can be helpful. I was sitting with a friend at lunch yesterday and we were talking about our words. There was a little software program that you could click into and it would just generate a word for you. And my word was truth. And I thought, yeah, that's really great because as a Jesus loving girl who has a ministry and just wants to get out and speak truth to people through their mental struggles of life and through what God gives us in his word, his true word and love story in the Bible. But yesterday I was on a clubhouse call. Clubhouse is a new social media format. If you haven't gotten into it yet, it's quite fun. It's basically where you can talk to people all around the world about anything, really. But of course, I'm, I'm focused on speaking and podcasting and all of that and, and Christians and how we can just come together and help support each other and lift each other up with our God-sparked messages. So the word that was laid on my heart is resilience resilience. I thought, wow, that's what I need to get out and help people understand is that, and this is a secular proverb, it's not what happens to you in life. It is how you deal with it. Are you going to be resilient during a pandemic? Are you going to be resilient during political discourse? How do you become resilient when life doesn't go your way? And I know that that's a hard, hard thing to do. It's a hard 
way to follow in this world. Resilience, because our hearts are very, very sensitive to when things hurt us. And I get it. In fact, try telling that to someone who went through an awful divorce. Are you going to be resilient to, to forgiveness? Well, possibly not right away. But what, what does resilience really mean? It's the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's toughness. God tells us in 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Y'all, this civil unrest, this frustration of who should be the next president, the way that elections are being ran and everything in between is just a part of the world that we're in. But if we allow ourselves to be of this world, then we are going to take on the emotional anxiety that what we see on the news or in social media or between people that we put in leadership are causing. We're anxious because we're living for the world. You know, God tells us in Romans 12 too, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So friends, if, if we're conforming to the patterns of this world, then we are not going to see his will. And I think it's quite obvious that a lot of people walking this earth are meshed into the way the world works, not the way God works. In Romans 12.1, he says, I urge you, brothers, on account of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Verse 3, he says, For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, and this is Paul speaking, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but think of yourself with sober judgment according to the measures of faith God has given you. We have got to be humble in who God is, and his grace will be exemplified through that. And we have to recognize that the people that are so highly thought of in their own worlds of themselves and by others are lacking the ability to have that sober, that clarity, that, that understanding, that judgment placed on themselves, that they are not above God. And any action and any behavior and any decisions that have been made in this last year clearly go against that where people thought that they were above God and that they could destroy humans with a virus, that they can break laws and that they can send false hope and they can do all the things that we have seen in this last year because they think they're highly above God. And I know people are out there hurting and I know that you're anxious, but I'm going to tell you right now, turn off the television, turn off the news, 
get off of social media and no, I don't believe that God wants us to bury our heads in the sand with what's going on. He wants us to bury our hearts in his word. So if you want to see true progress, if you want to see a sustainable life for you, your family, your friends, your world, then bury yourself in his word, in his promises, because those, his words, his heart, his grace, his mercy, his love, him, Jesus, the way, the truth, the life, that is the only way to understand why we live the way we live and how we can live prosperously, how we can live abundantly. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That is not 10%, that is not 50%, that is not 99%, that is 100%. You give it to God and you pray it out of your heart and you don't lean on what the world is telling you and what you're seeing and what you think you understand. And in every single moment that you are scared and you are anxious, you thank God for everything that you do have. And I know that you have things in your life that are blessings that you can absolutely put forth to God with gratitude. And I promise you, as I am a testament, he will set your path straight. This is a muscle that needs to be flexed each and every day, a dying to him every single day of your sins and waking up renewed. He is capable of that. He is the way maker, miracle worker, and he is your resilience. I love you and I'll see you next week for the Air That I Breathe podcast. Have a great week, stay in prayer, and know that you are loved.